0: This is Alistair and we are the Wiccan Warriors Um, following lots of interest from the uh, conversation I had with the lovely UK haunted guys um, on Wednesday evening um, it seemed that there were lots of people that had questions um, about uh, lots of spiritually stuff um, about being an empath about being uh, connected to spirit and being able to communicate with spirit and um
1: <laughs> i just see that hey Adi.
0: hey Adi. uh so we thought we'd start our uh sunday share we were originally going to do um a discovery circle and we'd Uh, Plan to set up to do it and then we all got locked down and nobody else was allowed to meet So we couldn't do it Uh, so following lots of um, Questions that I believe came through uh, We thought we'd allow another opportunity to talk to people and answer any questions you might have so if you've got any questions at all about uh, mediumship or spiritual stuff Um, Or if you're experiencing things that are in your home that you aren't um, sure about, um, out of interest. We have just had uh, an interesting conversation um, about a guest that we've noticed um, is in our bathroom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A pervy ghost.
0: I think we have. I think we have. um, The house is overdue. Um, a cleansing and a smudging and uh, some more herbs um, above each of the doors um, upstairs the bedrooms Uh, we have a bundle of thyme that is blessed that in theory keeps away negative energy Um, I put down wards on each uh, bedroom and usually the bathroom and the toilet as well because they're places where we like to be in our own space without anybody else there, any other visitors. Um, I'm guessing everything needs refreshing because I didn't feel very alone in the bathroom. <coughs> uh, just now I was expecting to pull the shower curtain. <clears throat> It'd just be a face. And there'd just be somebody there looking at me. No. Which isn't a fun experience at all. Um, so we've got a good few of you watching now. Does anybody have any experiences that they want us um, to talk to you about or uh, any questions that you want to answer uh, want us to answer for you We'll do our best. Um, so while we're waiting for those to come in um, Just a little recap for anybody who didn't um, hear the UK haunted ghost box on Wednesday. Um, I'm a doula, um, which means I assist women to um, give birth, um, wherever that may be. So I provide practical and emotional support so they can do that in a more natural way. I'm an empath, um, which means that I'm sentient.
1: I just realised there's a massive gap between us.
0: Oh, I did notice <laughs> subtle. i only just noticed um, so I'm an empath which means I'm clairsentient which means that I can uh, feel things so um, usually energy and emotions um, although I can feel it of the living um, and can become very overwhelmed by it um, I can also feel it when I go to people's homes Um, or if I go out to do investigations uh, so the first thing I do is that I feel either the energy or the emotion of the uh, spirit that's there Um, and then um, if the connection is strong enough then um, I can also uh, hear them and if it's super strong I can uh, see them too Um, and the way that I see them is generally it's like a Polaroid that appears in my, in my mind um, that gives me a snapshot um, of who they are or what it is that they want to share with me. Um, if it's a really good connection, it's like watching a cine movie um, in my head. Um, and that uh, is how I connect to the spirit. Um, if I have difficulty with clarity I can't hear them particularly well Um, I have dowsing rods that I use Um, I'm a third uh, generation dowser Um, so I can use the dowsing rods to draw me um, to a particular area where there's energy or I can use them to get yes no responses um, to questions because if somebody's very talkative in the spirit world, but they talk really fast, I can't necessarily hear what they're saying. Um, and it becomes very jumbled. Um, so I use the um, gals and rods to get clearer uh, conversation with the person. Um, so that's some of the things I do. What do you do?
1: I've just any questions. <clears throat> okay. For those that don't know me, my name's Alistair, and I'm on a shamanic journey. Is probably the easiest way to describe it. Um, I've been doing mediumship, tarot, and psychometry since I was a child. Um, <clears throat> never did it in the point of sort of running a company as it, like I do now. So it's kind of this is a bit different for me, sort of looking at it from a a monetizing point of view to an extent which causes queries and quandaries but anyway yeah so i do psychometry so if people have got an object um historical objects and things like that i can tell um generally what the energy like was for it or who had it and things like that um, <clears throat> Not always. <laughs> I was just thinking. There's a lot of times where people have handed me things where they expect there to be something marvelous, like a historical medieval story that goes with it, and no, I didn't feel anything. So it's not everybody will tune in to the energy of the object, um, but I do believe everything holds an energy that certain people can read. So, and I'm fortunate enough that sometimes I can read the energy of buildings or objects. So it's quite cool, um, and it just comes to me like a, a story or a feeling or an emotion of something. Um, but tarot's I've been doing for years, years and years and years, and I read um, uh, Alistair Crowley deck purely because I like the artwork on it. No massive connotations with Mister Crowley or anything like that, and nothing to do with the fact it's Alistair. And Alistair, I just liked the artwork that's on there. Um, And they seemed like a card that I could read so and they're not rigid in their format Um, They're quite open. So What a card traditionally would mean in a tarot deck May kind of mean the same in an Alice Crowley deck, but it'll have a different kind of tone to it Um, So I get more information out of The Crowley deck than I ever did out of a traditional deck so but yeah, other than that, I ain't afraid of no ghosts either. I <laughs> am. <Well>. Simple. <laughs> the first first ghost I ever seen, I was it was my granddad, and I don't class it. As, I don't know if I class it as a ghost. A ghost always has some sort of sinister connotation to it. But that wasn't. And he always seemed to appear whenever there was going to be a moment of um, something I had to deal with. Probably the easiest way of putting it. Um, oh, Hades! Put a question. Oh, there we go. Yeah, my first experience.
0: <gasps> See, was... he's psychic. <laughs> that <laughs> that is was clear proof there.
1: <laughs> All I the Hades
0: on a time delay.
1: <laughs> I was about ten, um, and the figure that I seen um, at the foot of my bed was my granddad. And as as I looked and sort of woke up, he took a drawer of his cigarette that he was smoking, so he still smoke as a ghost apparently, um, and his face lit up red, so I sort of recognised it more, um, and sort of went what's, what's gonna happen, or what do you want sort of thing, but I don't mean that to sound like, what do you want? Um, and he said nothing, <laughs> he just looked at me, said absolutely nothing, but I felt kinda, okay, something's coming, um, and there was stuff coincidentally I had to deal with to, to do with school. So, so yeah, it, it was a, the first kind of moment where I thought, okay, there is there is potentially somebody watching out to sort of say, all right, you can you can do this. So that was cool. So, what about you? When was your first spooky experience?
0: I, I'm one of those annoying people that I can't pinpoint it to one. When... Particular experience because it started for me when I was um, really young uh, probably like four or five um, and yes I can remember that far back okay. um, it was it just became part of every day um, I realized uh, subconsciously I'm guessing that it wasn't something that everybody understood or that everybody could do because I didn't discuss it with anybody at all. Um, And it was just uh, more visions, when I had visions of people, um, I didn't necessarily share it. Um, Although when I went to um, secondary school um I did share my experiences with some of my friends um, and spent quite a lot of time um looking into that. Um again for anybody who didn't see um the interview on Wednesday, or on Wednesday evening with UK Haunted, um I the first time I realised what it actually was um I was about twelve, did I say? I think I was about twelve. Um and I went with a friend to wasn't there, so I don't one know. of shush, one of their friends' houses. Um, not anybody I knew at all, and her mum was just staring at me in a really menacing way. And the longer that we were at the house standing in the room The longer she stared and the more menacing she looked and I was really unnerved and I didn't know what it was about and then all of a sudden she just said stop it, stop what you're doing. Um, I obviously looked confused and probably quite scared Um, and she she said "Um, you obviously don't know what I am, I'm a psychic And the second you walked in, I tried to read you and you shut down, you put blocks in place so that I couldn't read you and they're really strong um, and I can't get past them. So um, let me in. (laughs) And I said, no, (laughs) why would I want you in my head? It wasn't something that I had consciously done or been aware of. Um, I felt very guarded, so I'm, I'm, there was a level of sub- subconscious defensiveness. Um, but I didn't what, really. Twelve-year-old
1: girl. Yeah. Full of attitude. Wasn't
0: full of attitude. I was gentle and sweet and kind. Um, yeah. So that's the first time I really um, had an understanding of what it was. And that started my lifelong obsession with looking into um, all things supernaturally and stuff. Hi Rose, good of you to join, lovely girl. Uh, We're asking for questions for anybody that's joined us. Um, If anybody has any questions about um, the spirit or um, supernatural, anything that they want support with, um, please pop it in the comments and we can answer. Um, it is otherwise just us literally sitting here chatting randomly. Um, and that is fun because we are a bit odd.
1: Well, I'm going to build on Aidy's question. Okay. Um, so the first experience, so something from a mediumship or a psychic position, because I don't think they connected if you see a spirit to actually the same as mediumship and kind of being able to sit down and go, I'm going to tune into something. Mm-hmm was when I was a teenager. I'm, I'm going to confess online. Oh, God. It was a party. I have no idea where was, this is going. It was genuinely a party trick to me. If I could genuinely kind of read somebody's energy or if I was in their house, not I've not burglarized it or anything like that, I was a guest, you could handle a piece of, it, of something and be able to describe something that was... Con- not was right is the best way to put it so there was no other way i could have known what what it was and that was just a party trick to me (laughs) i had no idea where i got the information from how i got the feelings i was getting from the object i was handling i had no idea and it was just like i say a bit of a party trick um because i had no clue where the information was coming from other than going well it must be coming from whatever it is i'm holding or I've got my hand on, or I'm sort of absorbing the energy of. So, how old was you? 14, 15, hmm. 16. As I got older, it gave. Yeah, skills got better.
0: So you're really <laughs> good now, because you're super old. <laughs>
1: no, no,
0: no, no. So we've
1: got a few more people coming on.
0: Lovely Anna.
1: You need to podcast. You need to explain that to us because we're old.
0: We're, we're old, we'll get... An or Anna is both.
1: basically telling me we've got a face for radio. Is that what you're telling me?
0: <laughs> yeah, I take that hint.
1: i from South Africa.
0: Wow. Hi, Leonie.
1: Hi, South Africa.
0: <laughs> Hopefully it's warmer there than it is here.
1: So, ooh, how, how did, did we, we meet?
0: meet? Oh, we're not sure that's a story for the internet. Um, we'll oh, do no, it. actually,
1: I think it is.
0: Oh, God, right. Because between us I, m- I between might hit now, at some point.
1: Well, no, but between us now and the eight viewers we've got, you guys can keep it to yourselves. Makes sense, doesn't that it? That
0: happens in the real world social media. Yeah. Uh, short version.
1: Short version. Um, I worked for Penny in her company <laughs> as a senior carer and did for about 10 months. During that time, I got divorced because my ex-wife kicked me out. So I was living in my own place in um, Rushton, and then me and Penny just started speaking as we were at work and then things just changed a little bit. Yeah. So, so yeah, now we're together. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, e- it's the easiest, simplest thing in the world. And that, that's how life works. If it's right, there's no friction.
0: It feels like we've been um, together for a thousand years.
1: Yeah.
0: Every day feels like another thousand. No, I'm kidding.
1: But as you all know, with any divorce, there's always a conspiracy. There's um, always different sides to everything
0: lots and lots of lies to make people look bad Um, anyway so moving away from that because that's not really spiritually um we're just really lucky that um we found each other. (laughs) actually um actually alistair came to me for reiki uh, Reiki. for reiki healing um for a a good few times um Mm. I'm assuming it was to feel the benefit of the healing. Um,
1: yes, I like Reiki. That's why I studied it. I've now completed Reiki. I'm a Reiki master. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I full wholeheartedly believe in Reiki. So have we got any more spiritually questions?
0: Hang on, hang on. Anna, yes, we are old, but thank you anyway for your loveliness. Hello, lovely Andy. Uh, long time no see um andy is the reason why i started going out doing um investigations um i can't tell you how much i can't wait to
1: just get to some derelict haunted place all
0: right let it go so um
1: sit in the dark
0: well you can sit in the dark here shush so um andy was uh, a founder member of northampton spirit seekers um with um mickey york uh, who is now part of UK Wanted, um, and and his lovely wife Vicky, and a chap called Steve, I think. Tell me if I'm wrong. Um, who was I believe the medium? I believe he was a medium. Um, and there was Susie and Keith, and they were not <coughs> Northampton spirit seekers. And he just came up in conversation, I think, with uh, Andy's wife Vicky. Um, that they were going out doing um, an investigation and I went "Ooh, can I come please let me come and uh, Andy said yes um, because he clearly knows I'm quite whiny if I don't get my way and (laughs) more of a large cheeky I'm assuming you mean yourself Uh, so um, yeah I went on the first investigation with um, the team um at Broughton Cemetery and it was fabulous um so much information uh came through there I picked up on a young couple um I was very confused actually um I wandered off on my own in the dark it was about 11 o'clock at night at that point um and I wandered off to the corner of the cemetery alone uh, with my dowsing rods um and I picked up on a boy and a girl um who were mid late teens um but what was confusing was one was inside the cemetery wall and one was outside the cemetery wall um but they were clearly very linked um so i had a little bit of a chat with them and then um i think it was steve the medium came and joined me um, and said you're really amazing and you don't need your rods um, you should do it yourself uh, without their help um well that's anyway, that the venue i went to it, it is but i didn't know anything about the place andy can verify this i drove past it three or four times while they all stood laughing at me um as i kept driving round and, and missing the cemetery completely um it was afterwards that it was confirmed that that story is absolutely true i can't remember because i've got rubbish memory i can't remember which way round it was i think the girl was buried in the cemetery and the boy was outside um and they pined the one that remained pined for the other
1: Um, when we went and it was
0: awful and tragic and but I didn't know any of that prior to going.
1: And that's what I was going to say, because we went and you hadn't told me that story. No. And I, when I, as soon as I got in there, I immediately went to the wall and said, I feel like somebody's running up and down the wall.
0: Yeah.
1: And that was the first thing I could feel walking into the cemetery, was like somebody was running up and down the wall, like it was some sort of barrier to them. So And then, and, and then I mentioned we... that to Penny and she told me that story.
0: Yeah. So, so um, that was amazing. And yes, Andy, we do need to get out. Um, Unfortunately, we're on lockdown, so we're not allowed to go out and play at all.
1: Incidentally, that instance where I, that sort of feeling I got when I was in that cemetery, that's not sort of spirits, that's just energy within the foundations, the ground, the wall. Not sort of, I didn't see our spirit running up and down the wall. That would be cool, but I didn't. Yeah. Yeah yeah we do need to get out there again we do we'd sit there till three in the morning
0: yeah so two things just um just for more information so we're not just sitting here chatting and you're watching us crazy people that should be in a podcast hey anna um one cemeteries cemeteries don't necessarily mean spirits um the body is only a vessel when we die we leave the vessel and we remain um in the with the people that we love in the place that we felt most connected to. We don't go with our vessel to the graveyard. It is very rare that somebody does that. Ah, oh, thanks Anna.
1: <laughs> Anna's just sucking up.
0: I know, I like I like Although that.
1: she has put a question on, can spirits move pictures? Well like on a wall. So yes. hanging on a wall, pictures or in a frame knocking them over and things like that.
0: I can tell you that you have just triggered a memory that I haven't thought about since I was probably a teenager. Um, And that is that I was always told, again, I didn't have any conversation with my parents about what I experienced, um, but I was always told that we had two uh, two pictures up on the wall and they were weirdly of camels Um, and suns dunes, I've no idea why, it's clearly a weird 70s thing, Um, but there was only ever one of the pictures up on the wall and the other one was always on the floor um, in another room and um, it bugged me that we didn't have them both on the wall and it was years before my uh, mum told me that they considered it to be um a haunted picture because no matter how many times they hung it on the wall no matter how many times they reframed it or replaced the glass and no no matter which wall they put it on in any different room it would fall on the floor within minutes of being put on the wall it would just fall so in the end they gave up moving it around the house and trying to put it back up so we only ever had one but i didn't know that i could have perhaps have done some psychometry work with it i didn't know that at
1: all okay we've got another question does a spirit move with you meaning my son passed 25 years ago would he be with me two aspects this i would say yes and no Mm. in the respect that there may be stuff he's got to do where he is. And also if he was if he was the kind of son that would potentially have called you every day to check in, then I would look for little signs and things like that. But I wouldn't necessarily say he hangs around with you, he probably watches over you for certain.
0: Or even he was with you to check that you was okay? Um, and once he'd established that you was okay, he moved on. Um, It doesn't tend to be uh, spirits that are settled and happy that remain for long. They can pop back and as Alistair says, they can leave you messages and signs, um, but they tend to um, move on quicker. Um, oh,
1: bless! That's so sad. See, I I firmly believe that spirit energy matures once it passes because it's only kind of like I say, we only borrow it. It's only borrowed briefly in this vessel until the next time it needs to move, and it, it could be in another human form or it could be in a more divine form. I have no I don't know yet. Um, I'll know when I get there. But, I agree. It, uh, but I believe that if a child passes that they still when they pop back to you it won't be the child coming back to you They're relevant to what things are now to times now as in they know who you are now and you should think of them as you are now not as they were then which is not an easy thing to do at all
0: yeah i i agree i think we move on to the next plane um We come here um, and learn lessons. Um, And when we've um, learned as much as we can in one uh, particular form, uh, we go back. Um, And we go back to clarify what we've learned while we're here and look at the lessons that we can learn when we come back. Um, I'm sure most of us here
1: (laughs) must go, I'm sure I've been here before.
0: I'm I'm a huge believer that um, in reincarnation I'm a huge believer that we come <coughs> back um and for the lessons that we didn't learn last time yeah. we we learn this time and if we don't learn them or we learn different ones uh, we just keep coming back until we've um learned what we need to um learn before we potentially ascend
1: or oh, the gods just moved me around like some sort of pawn on a chessboard and you what, so would love and that just want to manipulate me and see what they can have some fun between now and
0: <laughs> okay
1: the rising
0: <laughs> I also believe that um that we age when we pass over as well as in um children grow um I'm a huge uh believer or have we got somebody right we've got somebody
1: spamming
0: um ban them. sorry we're just sorry about that if you
1: get a little personal message that says i've got a message for you call me don't
0: we've we've had this on a few other sites that we've been working with um so sorry about that we'll the person's been banned now so uh, apologies i think they are leeches and it's very unfair which one it is it's that one you banned it We've lost the screen when you do. Yeah, no,
1: no, it's there.
0: Okay, so um, I can't see any questions now. We didn't say hello to lovely Marion. Hello, Marion. Um, and we've said hello to Rose. Um, so, Anna, I did read your little story, my lovely. Um,
1: Give me two seconds, and I'll scroll back to it. We'll come but back. But
0: somebody is playing with the computer now, so I can't see much else.
1: Right,
0: Anna. Um. I had a picture stuck on my wall with blue tack, one of me and my siblings on my altar and it vanished. I found it downstairs later, later downstairs, a few days later, downstairs in a drawer in the living room. Oddly, the photo disappeared a few days before my brother ran away from home. Well,
1: Hmm. it
0: seems like you were being given a message. I mean, it's interesting because messages happen all the time and we are all capable of receiving the messages and um
1: i spotted one this evening before i came online and i I don't very often share these i just have them as little moments and i smile to myself as the sun come round and broke a shadow on the shed door this sounds bonkers Mm -hmm. it created a cross which was um the symbol of a norse rune for divine so i thought yeah cool excellent so it's just a nice little moment where I go, okay, i am being watched or looked at or checked that everything's all right.
0: And we've so. not done anything wrong. No. We haven't been smoked or smited, um, so that's good.
1: But I like looking for things like that, little moments.
0: Yeah, we all, we all have them. We're all capable of receiving them. Um, the difficulty comes, one, with recognising that that's a sign um, and then interpreting what that means to us um and who it is that is trying to uh contact us what it is they're trying to say
1: (laughs) don't be too desperate looking though
0: the harder you look (laughs) the less you will see you
1: have to notice a sign don't look for it
0: yeah
1: you'll notice it yeah um moving objects and stuff like that yeah that photos things like that all the time keys moving what was it i couldn't find a cable or something um when was it It a couple of weeks ago i couldn't find a cable and i had been looking for it for ages and i walked through from the conservatory and went i know where that cable is and put my hand down the side of the sofa and picked the cable straight up and it was as if somebody just went i told him where the cable is and i went straight to it so yeah i don't know why they hid it in the first place
0: or well, maybe they didn't. Anyone who's older will say it was Saint Anthony that led you to that.
1: I thought you were going to say they were going to say I've got dementia. I just forgot where I'm putting <laughs>
0: stuff. <laughs> no, Saint Anthony leads is the a saint of lost things. I believe. I might be wrong. If anybody knows better, tell right.
1: me. Pass. I'm not sure.
0: Um. Okay. So what else was I going to say? Um. So I said about this cemetery. Um. So Alistair said at the beginning that he isn't, um, oh, good night, Leone, thank you for popping in, um, let you go to sleep because it's midnight there.
1: Bless you, night. Bless you, night.
0: Good night, oh. my lovely. Um, so Alistair said at the beginning that he wasn't scared. Um, I, do, I don't think that's true. We'll see, we'll <coughs> see. Um. I am, um, I'm more scared of the living than the dead if I'm honest with you, because they're more capable of doing harm. Um, I think that I'm a human and I have a startle response and I have a defense response. And when things um, happen that are unexpected, um, yes, I get scared. Um, it's natural and it's human, it's how we protect ourselves, just saying.
1: No, no, I'm not disputing trepidation of the unknown, Mm -hmm. I'm just sort of saying.
0: And having had had a a couple of dodgy encounters.
1: I don't at any point anticipate being somewhere in a haunted house and then being dragged out of the room by my foot. That kind of level of, kind of spookily stuff that goes on that's the sort of stuff i'm on about i've never seen anything that would physically cause somebody a great deal of harm sort of scratches marks and things and i do like to maintain that element of skepticism or my foot on earth into reality i'm not sure how to term it but i like to kind of Make sure I am seeing what I'm seeing or feeling what I'm feeling. <clears throat>
0: Thank you, Marion. It is that? indeed Saint Anthony. <laughs> the Saint of Lost Things. See, Excellent. I told you I'm a hundred years old. Um okay, so yes, Andy, Clophill. Hill. We uh did an investigation there that was uh fairly interesting. I had an experience there that I've never had before that was it wasn't frightening very, very, but right. it was very unnerving um in that um being an empath i take on um the feelings um but i can also take on the the physical uh feelings that somebody's got so if they're unwell i, I can take those on or, or experience them so that i understand Um, what they felt physically Um, and there I took on a pregnancy which was very unexpected Um, I believe that we were doing a a mini seance there at the time and it was the early hours of the morning and very dark and there was no lighting there at all so by the light of our phones um, and I just remember going well, that's a bit weird. Um, I think I'm pregnant, which was a bit weird for the rest of the group. I don't know if you remember that Andy, you can confirm that, but it was it was very strange. Um, it was something that I hadn't experienced before. I have experienced other things before. So like the aches and pains, if somebody had issues with their heart or their lungs or their head, or a weirdly um, a missing limb, um, but none of it felt as strange as suddenly going, <clears throat> and now I'm pregnant, and now I'm not. Okay. It was strange, just saying. Sounds it. Yeah, it was a little bit.
1: So where's Clop Hill?
0: Uh, Bedfordshire, somewhere in Bedfordshire, yeah. I think. I don't know, so it's, it's worth noting that um, when I go on investigations, I want to know very little about where we're going, um, so that I don't do any uh, Wikipedia. research. <laughs> yeah, because Wikipedia's true. It's not for <clears throat> Wiccans. Um, so, generally, I just want the postcode of where I'm going, um, or the bare minimum, and with as least notice as possible. So I can, anything that I pick up while I'm there, um, I know it to be something that I've sensed while I was there and not anything that is from a memory of something that I've read. So I I don't tend to do any kind of research. That and the fact I'm just super lazy and I can't be bothered. Yeah, I can vouch for that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> now, if you're going to research a place like that, anyway, you end up trying to search through the mud of speculation and stories, and it's <clears throat> mm-hmm. you have to try and then sieve through all of that, and then that will only cloudy uh, make the energy cloudy when you're in there because you're trying to fit it to something you've read. So, no, I would be exactly the same.
0: Yeah. So, of what what one of the strangest places i've visited there have been a lot of places but has to be one of the most unnerving at times um i agree parts of it were super unnerving and um, parts of it weren't and we managed to debunk um the breathing i don't know if you remember that andy um the church i don't know what it's like i haven't been back since Uh, The church has a security fence all the way around. I think we had to get permission from the security team. Andy will know if that's true or not.
1: Why does the almighty God need a security fence?
0: To stop people damaging the church because it's uh, falling down. It's quite dangerous. And the kids there are a nightmare because they turned up while we were there. Um, And they're quite destructive. Just put
1: stones up then. Nobody nicks a stone.
0: nobody nicked the fence (laughs) no people always rob
1: stuff from church but
0: anyway me and um mickey um went under the fence um to go into the church because we could hear a sound that sounded like breathing really loud coming from the church and it didn't make much sense what it was um but i remember we went in there and by going in, um, it is full of bats. And there is a sound that they were giving off and that was vibrating um, in the church um, and made it sound on the outside like breathing. Oh. So we debunked that.
1: Sorry about that little intro, That's how my ADD brain works. It just <laughs> goes off on a tangent. <clears throat> it does though, it always amazes me how an almighty powerful God has to have so much security around his churches and stuff. Why can't he protect them?
0: If anybody has answers, answers on a postcard please. Um, I'm just yeah. saying, the
1: pagans put loads of circles up with stones and they're still standing. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's nicked them. It's because
0: they're too <clears throat> big and quite heavy. Um, so, does anybody else have any questions? Uh, it was derelict. Yes, there was lots of weird graffiti. Lots of weird graffiti. Oh, that always Very had a nice happy atmosphere, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, there were, there were some lovely teenagers that turned up. Um, we scared some off. Um well, I, ooh. No. Oh. <laughs> no, we hid in the long grass and then growled like dogs and then... Somebody said it's the security man and his dog, and they run away. But not all of them. Some of them loitered around the gates. Did
1: realise it was people in a bush crowding
0: It was really dark. I don't think you appreciate okay. what it was like there, and it is really super creepy too.
1: Yeah, and no, I have seen bits of it.
0: Yeah. So. um Yeah.
1: But once we're out of lockdown. If you think your house is haunted, we could come round
0: is to, that, to investigate. It? Not just we. No, no, just to come round for a coffee. For tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit menacing. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to your house.
1: <laughs> We'd have to be invited.
0: We're not vampires. No. Okay, <laughs> it's a little bit weird. Okay, so we've had a little ramble. Um, does anybody else have any questions? We'll answer most questions. Because right now- I'm
1: surprised actually. We've been on for 44 minutes and Facebook haven't found a reason to take us down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what for? I don't know. Because you were moaning about the- I don't
1: know about what. About religion the, and yeah. stuff. Well, I don't
0: know
1: what I can get away with saying on here. <sighs> Keep yeah. out the black magic. Are you on about the chocolates?
0: I don't
1: like black magic. My mum used to love them.
0: No.
1: I think they're the ones you buy in the pound shop. Yeah,
0: dirty. Anna's invited us
1: round. That was that's nice. There's got to be a ghost or something involved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not we're not just popping round, although it depends what you're gonna.
1: No, we can do. Yeah. There is things that we can do in all seriousness, like cleansing. Um, if there is energy there, sometimes just knowing what it is is the easiest thing. You don't have to necessarily ban it from the house and do all this banishing stuff. Like I said, I don't think anybody's going to be dragged down the stairs by their ankle. It's, it's just a case of balancing the energy in your home it is important. Okay. It is indeed.
0: It is indeed. Um, okay, we haven't got any more questions. We
1: should do a talk like that, though. About sort this black magic, white magic, white witches, hedge witches, the difference between Disney and reality.
0: I live in the Disney (laughs) reality. Just permanently
1: want that filter. I
0: I do. Get it for live. I do. Oh my god! Do that. No. Okay. Damn it! I look excellent as a Disney princess. Uh, If that's
1: the case, Mm -hmm. Anna, what you can do is you can set it up as a trigger object, Mm -hmm. so put um, either you could sprinkle flour around it or you could draw a mark where it is and then set a video camera up or a camera of some sort up to record it and then you can see whether it moves or how much it moves. So it's a good way of kind of recording things like that, Um, things that move or fall over regularly.
0: It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a physical <clears throat> embodiment of a person, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's um, a poltergeist. And um, people always think of poltergeists as this really negative energy. I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> um, a poltergeist is an unquiet spirit, um, it isn't necessarily oh, that's so somebody rare is going to um, be. As you say, dragged around the room <laughs> by their ankle, or their sheets pulled oh, off their bed—it doesn't always tell you mean what, I'd be that. So happy it can you. be things moved around, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a person. It might be a build-up of energy that causes the objects to move. The energy collects in one space, um, and and then moves the object because of that, or it might be a person, or it might not and you might want you, to get rid of them and
1: you might not. you could think of the energy, as like water flowing down a river, if you like. So as, as the energy's flowing around your house, it's bumping off of things and the same as the flow of a river. So there'll be times when it will sp- poof, spit different kinds of energy, yeah, it could disrupt stuff, move stuff, creak a door. So, and a lot of the stuff I'm sure we put down to the central heating or could actually have been something more, but we put it down to that because it's plausible.
0: I think it's important to know that even though um, I'm an empath, um, even though I'm sensitive and I um, can communicate with spirit, it doesn't mean I automatically assume that it is spirit um, every time. It might not be at all. It might uh, be something natural within the environment, like the heating or the water pipes or... um, that there's a window open or there's a draft or um it doesn't necessarily or most importantly imagination uh, because if you're on your own and you hear something um you can convince yourself that you heard something like a door slam and it might not be that um take care lovely rose thank you for listening in Bye. <laughs> bye
1: Um, I was just reading Anna's comments there Um, her mate's got a piece of paper caught on camera uh, moving there was no wind or anything because that's always the thing when you catch the footage it's what you get in there and it's not like it used to be things can be manipulated now Um, I'd love to learn more about all of this there's not it's not like Hogwarts (laughs) there's no Expelliarmus that's not what this is about. It's about just lifestyle choice, I suppose, and reading stuff. I mean, I've ordered a new book today. There's always something that I need to learn more about. There's always something I want to know more about, even if it's um, a particular person that I've sort of heard about in a story. I've thought, I need to learn more about that person Um, as a celebrity or as a, a life coach or something like that. So it's always something I want to learn. And that's the thing, Anna, is is read whatever you can. And it kind of that started for me by reading the Holy Bible. I did. Cover to cover. I needed to, because they kept telling me everything. And I thought, well, if I read the book, all the answers are there. And that's, that's sorted. But no, that's not how that works. <laughs> okay. Um... But then that led to then reading a book um, later in life called Prometheus Rising which was a social psychology book. So my spiritual journey has also stayed really alongside a psychological um, understanding and knowledge as well.
0: So, I think it's very difficult.
1: um, You um, can be spiritual with anything you do.
0: Yeah,
1: you can. You know, Anna, for instance, uh, works in care. You couldn't be more,
0: empathic. <laughs>
1: more spiritual than that, and empathic, and uh, uh, it, that is you helping one person. So that's good. That's all it's about.
0: Um, Anna asked on Wednesday as well, um, what book to read. I can't tell you a specific book. Um, what are you drawn to? It. I would say even if you're drawn to something keep your um well let's pigeonhole it for us slightly open
1: yeah i get that go
0: to the when you're allowed to go to a bookshop (laughs) because apparently they're not essential
1: Um, see
0: what you're drawn to go to that part of the shop when you can um and see what book calls to you um I know lots of things and um, about lots of different parts of spirituality because I've just read prolifically and I don't focus on one thing. So I have books on, sorry, I'm, uh, it seems rude. I'm looking at the bookshelf. Um, I've got books on healing. I've got books on. I don't know if this about, will work. We'll try it. Oh, Lord. So
1: there's there's the
0: books some of the books some of the books some of the mini books um so there are okay you've probably fiddled with it now good grief mate right so uh yeah i've got books on healing i've got books um about mediumship from um different mediums i've got books on psychology i've got books on witchcraft and (coughs) um and magic but as a
1: book for you to read, you need to be reading stuff that you're interested in. Yeah. So currently, all I'm looking in and researching um, and dealing with at the moment is Norse mythology and shamanism. Whereas before that, if you went the clock back 20 years, it would have been um, Christianity and the Bible. So you, everything will change, but the knowledge of what you've read stays with you. So if you want a book where you think, okay, well, I need to kind of figure out who I am spiritually. Then you need something that's more self-help based for your own spiritual sort of journey. Or it could be you think, no, I want to go have a look at how divination works and then find that side of things. So it's, it's kind of, there's just an absolute... Plethora. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for.
0: Yeah.
1: Of books that you, but it's what you're interested in. Um, What we see a lot of at the moment, and what I see a lot of at the moment, is this like, for want of a better term, like insta-pagans and insta-witches. And it's kind of, it's more about how many bits of stuff can I have hanging around my house and look like a, a pagan or a Wiccan, than actually behaving in your root as that that kind of grounded, empathetic, nature-first kind of person, um, then you, that's the kind of topic Then your books will be. Or if you want sort of bloodthirsty Viking Norse's where gods wield power and have an element of humanity, then go with that. <laughs> it's entirely up to you.
0: And whatever you choose. Or you can have a
1: broomstick, like Penny.
0: That's quite rude it's quite rude it's hidden it was hidden but you've got the things that they can see my broomstick
1: so yeah it's read whatever's interesting to you because you'll build from you'll grow from that
0: yeah um and and if you read something and you're not enjoying it it doesn't mean that you will never enjoy um that book or that subject move on to something else Keep you keep your mind open to what you're drawn to because what you're drawn to is the path that you need to go at that time
1: <laughs> broomstick
0: lots of broomsticks
1: <laughs> right guys we're in the last few minutes um if anybody's got any more questions, we've heard quite a wide spectrum of stuff
0: yeah um, The, the plan was that we would do this as a, a weekly share that people would ask questions, pressing questions that they had, um, and that we would impart various bits of knowledge. If you want stories, I've got plenty of scary stories, but I don't think that that will help anybody in their growth. <laughs> Stop it, Anna. Um, there are... there. As Alistair said, there's so many different areas of spirituality. Um, but it starts
1: here. And I can't stress that enough. Acting spiritual to somebody is so, is so transparent. Um, so, yeah, it's developing that core. Sorry, what are you doing for? You do one of those moments where you look at me like I've said something intelligent. Or stupid, one of the two. and I don't know <laughs> which end of the spectrum I'm <clears throat>
0: We'll see.
1: But anyway, yeah, the last sort of few minutes, if we've got no more questions, then we'll wrap up.
0: I think so. Um, please feel free to send us messages, um, pass on information to friends. I, we're going to do this as a regular... Uh, Every Sunday night. Sunday share. Let's
1: get our heads set, ready for Monday morning.
0: And um, if there's particular things that you want information on, uh, drop us a message and we'll have a look at what information we have and we'll try to cover that. Um, It's going to be more of a share than um, us talking at you. So we need you to interact with us. Thank you very much for listening.
1: Excellent. Thanks,
0: guys.